Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's broadcast. That is so true. I can't even walk without holding my hand. You know, I wouldn't even try it in this day and time. You know, my wife, she's such a godly woman. She really is. She really fasts and prays and she's studying. And I told her I wanted her to do a broadcast once a month on here to start studying. Well, that was three weeks ago. And bless her heart, she has dug and dug and dug. And uh, God gave her a message about being in bondage. I told you this this ministry was going to start preaching holiness. And I'm going to turn it over to her. And I just want you to open your heart and your mind about what she's got to say about bondage. Because we're all living some kind of bondage in our life. And if we learn to just turn it over to God, God can really do something wonderful in our life. So I'm going to turn it over to my beautiful wife, Tanya. And uh, I don't know what she's wanting to call this, but I'm just going to let her have her way. Baby, have your way in this service. Ah, thank you very much, honey. Okay. How do we peel layers of bondage off? Um, The Israelites were stuck in the wilderness 40 years. What was supposed to be a few short days journey turned into a dwelling place. A lot of times that happens in our life. What we're wanting uh, uh, an answer to come immediately ends up that we set up a tent and set up our camp and pull out our picnic and we just uh, dwell in that place for a long time. Why? Because we don't learn our lesson quickly. Some of us have to go through it over and over again. But anyway, let's get back here. Uh, Let's backtrack to when they first left Egypt. Their first complaint, they said to Moses, this was in Exodus 14:11, was it because there was no grave in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? Verse 12, didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. Oftentimes when attack comes or people are absent from our lives, like the children of Israel, they were reverted back to their old ways. In Exodus 32, Moses, their leader, was absent, and they got restless. And they uh, convinced Aaron that they needed to make an idol to worship to. Now, an idol would be anything or anyone that we place above God. Uh, Here are a few examples of idols uh, that consist today. That would be drugs. Alcohol, pornography, lust, self, which is uh, could be social media, uh, our position at work, achievements, money, entertainment, sex, comforts, our phones, which is uh, the value that we place on them. With that being said... Uh, Their bondage led to lessons that had to be learned about trusting God and that he fights for us. It's all in God's timing, but oftentimes our bondage is due to our slavish thinking. In other words, we may um, get uh, born again from Jesus and everything, but we don't change our mindset. So when something happens, 
we revert back to our old ways because we don't know how to go forward in our new ways. Um, Paul, emphasizing in Galatians 5.1, don't go back to the worldly ways you practiced prior to being called by God. How do we break out of our bondage? Truth has to be learned and applied. But those who fail to walk in faith do not enjoy the freedom they have in Christ. Instead, they stay enslaved to their own sinful desires. This assumes to be the children of Israel, like us. Freedom required a new route, a trust, and a belief in God. Still, the terrain was difficult, and circumstances arise that cause fear of the unknown. Why step out in faith when we can go back to what we know? And where we're comfortable. If the children of Israel would have abided in truth and word, uh, John 8, 31 and 32, then the liberation would have abounded in their hearts. Instead, they rejected evidence of God's power after time and time again. Oftentimes, we do that as well. They saw it and still didn't believe. We don't see God and we're supposed to believe. Sometimes it's hard. They mourn greatly. Numbers 14.39 God punished. Another example would be immature children who missed the whole point of parental punishment. Their punishment was wilderness till a new thinking and worshiping of God came along. This in this case, the generation had to die off. In our case, Jesus is our redemption and refuge. Still doesn't mean we keep self in bondage because we can repent and be forgiven, then commit same sin again and again, but oftentimes we do that. Why? Like I said again, we haven't changed our mindset. Amen. How do we break bondage? 1 John uh, 1 9, we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But also in 1 John 1 8, it says, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Now, like the children that died in the desert due to their bondage, the Bible plainly states in Revelation 21.8, But as for the cowardly, the faceless, the detestable, as for murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, there you go, idolaters again, and liars, their portions will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. In order to break our same old cycle, we have to change our mindset. I know over in uh, Romans 12, it says, uh, renew your mind daily. You renew your mind daily by reading the Word, concentrating on God. Uh, the Bible also says, pray without ceasing. Amen. So, I mean, you don't have to pray out loud. You can be riding down the car praying, or you can be at work. Praying mentally to yourself, praising God, worshiping God, 
just talking to God um, is is really not that hard. But a lot of times, if we haven't renewed our mind like we should, then our focus is off. And when our focus is off, we concentrate on other things that um, are other desires of our flesh and uh, just... Um, Sometimes it's a, a person. We put all our emphasis in on that person, whether it be our husband, our children, uh, our job. And that enables us to keep our focus on God. And believe me, I can tell you, Satan, he will do this. This is what he does to me. He'll put my mindset on my husband and what I think he's doing or not doing instead of concentrating on God and keeping my focus there. Uh, so, yes, it is a hard-fought hard battle. So daily I have to renew my mind. I have to uh, get up in the mornings and read my Bible, put on worship music, um, talk to God. I mean, I even talk to Him when I'm angry. I was frustrated the other day, and I was just telling him, God, I'm frustrated, I'm done, I've I've had it, I've had enough, you know. He didn't respond back, but the longer I talked, it seemed like I was able to release uh, my anxieties that I was having. And um, later on, after I calmed down, then, you know, his presence, hearing the word and stuff, ushered in... Uh, change of thinking so God. so I'm just saying out there I know it's tough and everything and with everything going on in the world it's hard but we've got to stay focused we've got to uh, keep our minds on God where we can stay out of our bondage because Satan he'll bring bring back your past and he'll bring back your present but he'll never bring back your future because he doesn't know it amen with that said see that was my problem went back when i was in the world before i gave my life to god when i and everybody knows my testimony i was a heroin addict for seven and a half years uh there's nothing in this world that i haven't done or tried but see Letting go of them habits was like losing a best friend. When I let go of heroin, it seemed like I lost a family member. It, lost all, it seemed like I lost one of my kids. But it got easier to let it go the more I studied God's Word, the more I listened to it. You know, preachers, and uh, I heard them all my life, if you just study more, if you just listen more. Well, you know, we're human. We can't have our face buried up in the Bible 24 hours a day. We can't go around listening to gospel music 24 hours a day. We live in a natural world. We're humans living in a, a simple nature. And see, we're not like a monk locked up in where we're made to study the Word of God. It's a choice that we got to do it on our own. And see, when we learn to like I preached last week, renewing your mind. With uh, she's like I said, she's been studying this message for the last three weeks, and it's funny that it, it comes in line with the message that I preached last week on renewing your mind. See, the only way that we can break bondages and habits 
and usher God in and let us be the temple that God made where he wants to dwell in it is letting go. And sometimes letting go is the hardest thing a person can do. But see, it does get easier. See, I'm fortunate that I have a great job. I work at a great place, a good company. I work by myself 99.9%. I'm constantly in prayer about the ministry of my family, the mistakes I made through the day. Lord, let me put the armor of God on today. Let me, uh, your love shine through me where people want what I have. Well, see, people want what you have as long as you got a pocket full of money and a, and a pocket full of drugs. They want exactly what you got. But if you turn the table and show them the love of Jesus and let God shine through you, they'll start wanting it. They'll know that you're serious. See, the world is out there pointing fingers waiting for Christians to fall. They're just waiting for you to slip up. But they don't realize we're all humans. We're all going to make mistakes. But they're looking for a reason where they don't have to serve Jesus. See, and I tell everybody, I can't serve Jesus for you because it's called a personal thing. But I'm here to pray for you and walk you through. See, as us as seasoned Christians and pastors, we need to disciple those instead of worrying about numbers. Uh, well, I got 10 saved this week. I got 30 saved last week. What do you do with them after you get them saved? Do you disciple them? Do you tell them to let go of the bondages? Do you tell them the way that they're living is wrong? See, that us as Christians, we want to get the world saved, but nobody wants to disciple nobody and tell them when they make their mistakes in love. See, nobody told me that I was... Uh, Going to church is still shooting dope. In my heart, I knew it was wrong. But it seemed like the church agreed with me because everybody in church knew that I was doing it. But nobody never said nothing. What's wrong with this world today, pastors? Are you sitting back on, just coming to church and jumping behind the pulpit and not saying nothing to your congregation? You know, I don't care if I hurt your feelings or not. If I hurt your feelings, it means God's stepping on your toes because I'm doing it out of love. You know, my time is almost up and this ministry is struggling, folks. I got a phone call the other day that we could go and reach the whole continent of Africa for half of what I'm paying for this radio station. And I'm trying to not to lose this radio station because it's the baby that God gave me, the first radio station. And it means a lot to me. Won't you reach out and help support because every soul that we save, you will have a part of it when you stand before Jesus. Look us up on Whosoever Ministries on in Facebook. That's one word. Whosoever Ministries. James Price. Or give me a call at 256-601-2650. That's 256-601-2650. Please let us taste this message and plant hope, seeds of hope around the world. And I can't do it without you. I'm not going to try to do it no more. I have supported this ministry financially and everything else on our own. And God told me it's time for y'all to help me. So let's see who's going to be a good steward. Well, until next week, we hope that the tithes and offers start coming in where we can pay next week's bills. This is Brother James Price with Whosoever Ministries. God bless until next week.